Welcome to the Team Spiriters podcast, where we fling open the doors to TS Towers and share our passions with the world. Here at Team Spirit, we're passionate about storytelling in all its forms. This episode, our specialist content director, Mark, shares with us a story that's close to his heart too. Hello, my name is Mark Hollander and I work in content here at Team Spirit. But today I'm going to tell you uh, the story of my father's life in four objects. So my father, Paul Hollander, uh, was Jewish and was born in Cologne, Germany um, at the turn of the 20th century in 1908. And he died uh, 100 years and a day later uh, in North London uh, with, along with his signed birthday card from the Queen. Dad's uh, family owned uh, a small factory in Cologne uh, which made uh, products out of uh, animal fats and oils like um, soap and that kind of thing. So in the course of Dad's life, he experienced the First World War, the hyperinflation of Germany in the 1920s, escaped Germany just before Hitler's uh, annihilation of the Jews, was a journalist in Paris between the wars, interviewing film stars, spent a good several years in the French Foreign Legion, spoke with the Pope, fought for the British in the Second World War, married my lovely mum, uh, and was filmed by Steven Spielberg, um, as well as being uh, a, a great father to me. So luckily for me, uh, apart from leading an extraordinary life, uh, Dad was uh, a squirrel. Uh, while most of us throw away stuff over time, he hung on to everything. So my brother and I have got the most extraordinary collection of everything from his love letters to his World War I school report and even his uh, inoculation certificates uh, and his Jewish identity papers from the Third Reich. Uh, he also left uh, thousands of photographs of his life um, and medals, uh, along with uh, prints um, of glamorous Hollywood-style photographs of, of 30s film stars, which I have at home, I'm delighted to say. And this created the most remarkable story of life and times in thousands of everyday objects. So the first one I want to talk about today uh, was something called Notgelt. Um, so after the First World War, the Germans were forced to pay the Allies billions, literally, of Deutschmarks in reparations for their part in the war. Uh, the money asked was the equivalent of, of, of trillions and trillions and trillions of pounds today, uh, which uh, destroyed Germany, just simply didn't have. So they hit on a cunning plan, they thought. If they simply printed all the money they owed and handed it over, job done. So the downside of this cunning plan was that paper money suddenly became worthless. So Dad, for example, told us of people going shopping with prams literally full of money to buy bread at the bakers, uh, and then people, when they were inside, would nick the pram uh, and dump the money on the pavement as the money was of no value while the pram had some. So paper money couldn't be printed fast enough uh, at this period, and towns turned to printing their own thing called Notgelt. And these are halfway between stamps uh, and banknotes. And Dad collected these and built up a collection, which 100 years on uh, remarkably has been airtight and it still uh, as looks brand new. So the second item was his typewriter, which I have. Uh, it's a Zeidel and Neumann Erika S model, made in 1934. So Hitler became Chancellor a year earlier, 
when dad was 25 uh, and with uh, Jewish rights being reduced monthly uh, and violence to Jewish people increasing um, he saw the writing on the wall um, and uh, managed to get a visa to work in France in Paris in fact uh, there he became journalist uh, specializing in films and uh, working on this trusty typewriter he interviewed many of the leading stars of the time including Michel Morgan, who is sort of the uh, Marilyn Monroe um, of uh, France at the time, uh, Hollywood gangster star Edward G. Robinson. You may have seen films um, such as Scarface um, and um, Soylent Green, more modern one, um, and also great, great writers at the time, such as uh, Marcel Pagnol, uh, who wrote uh, the story of Jean de Florette, Manon des Sources, uh, and others. Um, and um, I still have many of the gorgeous pics uh, that he left me um, in good condition. The third item is a picture I have of Dad um, uh, marching in the French Foreign Legion. So when France uh, fell to the Germans in 1940, uh, the French were asked by the Nazis to detain all the German Jewish people living there. So Dad was captured and held with thousands of others in the uh, Stade de Coubertin, the uh, national football stadium. Not wanting to be returned to Germany, uh, he was also given the option by the French to join the French Foreign Legion, not expecting him to say yes, uh, but he did. So I don't quite know how much uh, uh, you know about the French Foreign Legion on a day-to-day -day basis, but th they're a bit like a cross between the, the Marauder Marines uh, and the Commandos uh, marching through the desert uh, in North Africa, uh, where he was based. So he spent three years doing that uh, before joining the British Army in 1943. So in the British Army, as you can imagine, people with um, thick German accents uh, weren't really overly trusted. But however, despite that, um, he managed uh, by the end of the war to rise to the rank of colour sergeant. So as the war progressed, the British saw that people who spoke German and English fluently actually could be rather useful. So British Army Germans were put on warships so they could listen and intercept and translate German radio and Morse code um, signals quickly. And Dad got an even better job, classifying captured Nazis. So just when the war was over, his job was to interview Nazi officers and find out which ones hated Hitler with a passion and were just obeying orders, and which were keen to resurrect Nazism single-handedly um, uh, you know, in Hitler's memory. So uh, he kind of invented his own kind of uh, Nazi trust pilot, um, ranking these officers um, in relation to their risk to society, um, and then telling the uh, Home Office um, who acted accordingly. Uh, the fourth and final object for today uh, is a DVD uh, of Dad being filmed by the Steven Spielberg Foundation. So apart from making E.T., Indiana Jones, etc., Steven Spielberg also has a mission in life. So in order to help ensure that the horrors of the Holocaust and Hitler are never forgotten and never happen again, um, in 1994 he set up the Spielberg Foundation. So he, as a result, sends out crews around the world to film every Jewish survivor and, and, and witness of the Holocaust. Uh, and these are all stored together as a library resource. So uh, a crew rocked up to uh, my family home in North London uh, and filmed him in his living room. So miraculously, um, the story he told uh, was both he and my grandparents patently uh, escaped to the UK and survived. So my grandfather, uh, Gustav, 
uh, was arrested um, in the 1930s by the Gestapo, uh, which was quite a close moment, but um, luckily he was survived uh, and released. Um, and this is just a, a wonderful living record for me um, of, of him uh, and, and, and his life. So those are my four objects. I hope you enjoyed them. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the Team Spiritus podcast. We hope it's been truly transformational.